Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to today. It's Wednesday and it's Arts and Wellness Wednesdays. I am so glad that you could join me. Today I will be sharing an interview that I did in London on a show called The Money Mob for Urban Jazz Radio where I talked about some of the things that I do when I'm not in the studio like working in my garden and a lot of the things that I do in my garden actually do come back into the studio so I grow uh, the wood that I would use for some of the sculptures I'm working with cotton and fibers and I use that in my mixed media pieces so it's um, something that is that includes the art it's something that includes the art and creativity So I'm talking to Paul and Sister Glenis about some of the, not only the work that I've been doing in the arts, but also looking at how you can use art and horticultural therapy or a lot of the other other areas of creativity that you can combine them and utilize the one that is best suited for your needs. So the gardening is something that everybody can find pleasure from, whether it's actually being in the garden and working in it, or spending time just visiting a garden, or walking past the garden and looking at the beautiful flowers, or smelling the wonderful scents. So take a listen to the interview, and I hope you're blessed. I will leave all the links that I refer to in the description and if you've gotten got any comments or want to know more about any of the areas then you can contact me so because i again um you know i was i was at amanda's home i i I saw some of the um some of the sculpture pieces i I saw some of the jewelry pieces that you did Mm -hmm. and also some of the um the um textile um, art pieces as well. Yeah. And, you know, and I was blessed because I attended one of the sh- uh, one of the events that um, actually had one of her textile pieces. I'm mean, not one. Like you said. The textile, textile yes. Pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That was a new. That was the Caribbean Fine Art Fair, yes. and that happens every March every year in Barbados, and it um, brings together you know, artists from around the world, um, the Caribbean and yeah, so that, those pieces I'd been working on for like quite a long time in the sense of I'd, I started, I put them down for a year and then it was just like for this particular year I wanted to be, to do some textile work. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was some late nights and some to get them finished. But. Exactly, because it's funny because I, I remember we was at, when we did the interview. I think you were still kind of polishing off <laughs> one of the few pieces, and then, and then a few days later, I saw it. Um, I saw it um, yeah, on the wall. I said, yeah, "My goodness, yeah. you know, I'm serious." Yeah. But um, okay, you also do jewelry. I saw some of the 
Because I think I think I saw a few jewels. You saw, yeah, saw some pieces because yeah, because I had all the tools. Yes. So when I started like years ago, I never got rid of my tools. Mm. So it was just like, and I don't because I say to myself, well, how can I? How can this all work together? Yeah. Um, how can I use it in a different way? Maybe not like other jewelers, but in my way, yes, you know. Exactly. And how can I? Um, so all my work, there will be like, uh, not a theme go running through it, but you can look at it and say, okay, yeah, that's an Amanda, that's an Amanda, I don't know. But that's, you know, that's, um, um, so it's, it's, it's really good that, you know, I mean, I, you know, worked, you know, the years that I worked in a job alongside trying to do the art, mm. you know, you save up and you buy your tools. It's just like, it never, you know, none, none of it was given to me or landed on my lap. You had to really just work hard and, you know, this month I can afford this. Right. And um, and then if you buy decent tools, they'll last you. Yeah, of course, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So, moving um, right, on in regards to that, actually, because you also do, you know, um, um, art fairs and also showings in Barbados, but I know also you've done a, quite a few in other places in the world as well, or at least that you've spoken at certain symposiums and stuff like that. Yeah, that so um, <clears throat> when I first started out, um, <laughs> when I was first looking after my mum, um, I, I initially just started out as a carer's group um, and we were asked to come and speak to um, people that were training at an organisation called the Tavistock and they really just wanted the carer's perspective. Um, and so I did that, did that for a while, and the more I did it, it was just like, well, they would come back and say, well, we've got second year students, can you do something with them, you know, and, and that's where the workshops started to grow, um, and I had to try and work out, you know, well, not only I'm telling you how you affect me, but maybe look deeper, so I was able to kind of put together workshops that not only, yeah, as I say, not only looked at the carer's perspective, but actually tried to look at, well, what is it that you bring in as a social worker into, into a person's home that is unspoken, that you don't deal with, but affects your decision that you have to make for that person? Um, and I did that for quite a few years, you know, speaking at conferences. I got to speak at the Creative Dementia Arts Conference in Oxford. Um, and then I saw some, um, there was some research, um, there was some funding for people who were doing research in colour therapy. So there was an organ uh, a university in Bristol that, you know, said, you know, well, they got European funding. Um, and this was for anybody doing research in colour therapy. So I thought, well, I use um, art with the dementia, um, people living with dementia in a daycare centre, and I've been doing that for like three or four years. So I, why not talk about that? And so I was able to present the work that I was doing um, initially in France, um, in Reims, um, and, <clears throat> and then um, we were invited back to, to visit Norway and do a conference okay. there, and that was really good. Um, and then more recently, in 2016, I think it was, 2016, um, we were invited by the university in Montserrat, mm. um, and it was for the Eloia Ghana uh, Writing Festival. 
And so um, the theme for the conference was technology and my talk was on how how do I tell my story or how did I tell my particular story which was about dementia and the arts and arts in health using technology. So um, I had started a blog um, 18 years ago and started writing my my first post was on my journey with my mum and you know not once not just feeling as if this I just landed and you had to make it work you had to make looking after somebody work nobody told you that you were going to look after somebody who was unpredictable who you know I didn't know about the illness then but the blog allowed me to share my story and it grew over the years um, and so I told them you know you know it was it was about there are different there are different ways in which you can share your story using technology. You don't have to share it with the world. You can, you know, it, it could just be for family. Because again, it was just like, again, how can I capture what my mum's going through and be able to share that with family members in the States? You know, so creating a little website for my mum and imagery and, you know, uploading, which I do on, on Facebook sometimes, upload some of the videos that, I did of her when you know she'd sing or she'd dance or she loved all of that or loves all of that um, and yeah and so those provided provided me the opportunity to visit other countries and talk to other individuals about what they were doing and again widen the connection because you know we're not just where you know sometimes it feels as if you're in it on your own but there are people all over the world that are going through the similar or the same, you know, experiences. And if we can bridge those gaps, it kind of makes life easy for all of us. Yes, I understand. Oh, serious. So, okay, um, going back to your home again, I um, one of the things I know you mentioned in regards to the, 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 the whole mixed media <coughs> that really excited me was um, you now looking to um, work with um, cotton. <laughs> Don't get me started on cotton. You, I, 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 I was kind of blown away, you know, um, how, how, you know, how you gonna, how you work, you know, how that's gonna happen, yeah. how that's gonna work and, you know, and I said, when we was in Barbados, literally, I mean, she just blew me away. I mean, you've got about, you've got a, a few cotton trees. I've got about, yeah, three, yeah, three cotton trees growing. I mean, we were blessed with where we um, have moved to in the last uh, um, year. And it's, it's given me the, it's given me the, I love it. I love the space. It's given me the ability to grow whatever I want to grow. All of the things I've always dreamed of growing. Um, the things that were there already was um, a mahogany tree, um, a couple of uh, um, three cotton trees, um, and I've been able to kind of landscape the rest in fruits and vegetables and other trees that I want to grow. And the cotton, I you know, I found out. I mean, it was my husband Alan um, who told me that. Um, it was sea, I sea island cotton, which is the, the, the most expensive cotton in the world, and, and, the best um, cotton in the world. and the best cotton in the world. And you know, unfortunately, you know, the idea of cotton in the Caribbean is very negative. You know, and um, 
And but coming to the to the land and seeing it, I thought, well, there has to be something that I can do with it in terms of including it into in, into my mixed media. And the more I, you know, I looked up, you know, how how to pick the cotton um, and how to kind of process it, it got me into some, you know, weaving and you know spinning cotton, and, it was the, and those were things I never thought I would do. Um, but on my trip here, it's just like, I need a drop spindle. I need to learn how to spin my own cotton. I need to know how to, to get into weaving because it, it, it's, oh my gosh, it's such, uh, it's an area that has so much potential. If you think about if we produce our own cloth and we weave our own cloth, the potential it has, um, I mean, I know a couple of weavers in Barbados, um, but I'm not sure whether you know whether they are you know um, spinning, spinning it, spinning the yarn themselves, and then weaving or just weaving from bought cloth. But it's just like we have so, there is so much potential for us to you know export our own fashion, you know, and then work with other you know people in fashion who are designing their own clothes, um, rather than importing it from other you know other countries um, and bringing down that you know the the import bill and and be able to be self-sustaining and that's what for me the land is about how can i be self-sustaining you know i go into the yarn shop yesterday i found that um, banana stems because they had cotton yarn uh, sorry not cotton yarn banana yarn and I was just like, when I looked it up on the internet, it was just like, oh, if you take the stem from the banana tree, you can pro you process it oh, and wow. you can create your own fibers. Wow. And then, you know, we've got coconut fibers and it's just like, we've got these growing here. You know, how, you know, when the, when the um, banana tree grows and it produces the fruit, it also produces a load of pups um, and you know like you know other plants around it that grows into banana trees so you have to really kind of cut that down and then rather than dispose of it you've got a potential raw material that you can use so I'm becoming really excited over you know initially I'd be finding these cotton balls kind of flying all over the place and then I thought yeah do you know what let me just start picking it and collecting it and then obviously the um, not obviously but as well you've got the seed and that's cotton seed oil you know when it's pressed you've got an oil I mean at the moment it's used in everything it's a cheap oil that's used in the States for everything and it's it's not in products that are healthy for you yes. so I want to look at look at look and see how if you if it's grown organically and if you press it how can that oil then be used in a you know holistic way yeah. um, and what are the other properties of the cotton plant that I can find that that then can be used yeah so so I'm really excited about my journey my creative gardener journey and yeah but like, this is it I mean that, that in truth it's leaded right nicely into the the the, uh, the second second kind of segment that you really you know um, you know that I got excited about and it was the idea of the you know you doing urban um, gardening and you know growing your own 
um, crops. Um, I know on your um, social media you call it the creative gardener. Uh-huh. And as I, I was blown away. I think I, I may have mentioned this before. I was in Amanda's garden, um, you know, and there was at least what you've now kind of, um, kind of put together, grown. 50 different types of yeah there's over 50 now um 50 different types of plants um so so you know trees fruit trees papaya banana um star fruit um uh, things like and vegetables Mm. and all the herbs so all the things that our family will eat and you know and then my interest lies in finding out about the medicinal properties and I think that was the first thing that kind of got me you know coming to Barbados and you know thinking about the old-time remedies that our parents used to use I mean mine's from Jamaica so mum would talk about bush tea and the herbs and you got the cerise and all of that and coming to Barbados and meeting people who would say yeah you know if you use a soursop leaf or you know the mango leaf or the, you know, avocado leaf, all of these have properties that their grandparents used to use. Um, and it was just like, well, they used to use that, that our generation or the generation before, so that our great grandparents used to use it, some of our grandparents used to use it, but there are a section of people, my mother included, who are now being affected, who is affected with dementia diabetes obviously you got the you know the sugars and stuff like that and high blood pressure but in Barbados there's um, you know Barbados and Japan have the highest rate of people living to 100 so what is it they were doing and that I was just like that was when I was with um, helping out at the Alzheimer's Association and I'm thinking what is it they were doing you know they were exercising more they were eating fresh homegrown food organic food you know, none of these fertilizers and, you know, pesticides and stuff like that. Um, lots of fresh fish. And they were eating, the, drinking and, you know, using the herbs. So um, when I was able to then grow my own, it was just like, well, you know, I need to find out about all of this. Um, and it is fulfilling, yeah, to come out in the morning and say, actually, you know, I feel like some lemongrass and basil, cinnamon basil tea. And just go out and pick it or rosemary you know pick the rosemary pick the lemongrass or lemon balm and these things i'd be looking you know hunting down in the supermarket to try and find it and exactly. then thinking six seven pounds for 30 bags um or you know using it in cooking and having to scour you know the soho you know to find you know these small shops that may, may have it happen. yeah so it's um it's just therapy for me, and it's 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 very um, rewarding knowing knowing that you've got you can see the things growing before your eyes, and you can taste the difference. Absolutely, I know that this is something that we've been pushing really, really, really hard. And as I say, you know, myself, you'll probably see a couple of posts with me very, very soon in my garden, um, trying to cultivate, um, you know, the backyard, uh, so to speak. Um, Growing. Not only you know, not only trying to get my apple and pear tree going, but also a few other bits and pieces because I think that um, the idea of creating an urban garden where you are now, you know, consciously growing your own food, 
um, I think it, it is so, so important. And I said, I was blown away going to your garden, um, you, know, um, you know, last month and just see the range of things. Um, you know, I, I said, I remember, you know, um, having, you know, lemongrass mm -hmm. and tea, you know, at, you know, in the daytime and then I had dinner and, you know, I think it was um, the um, okra from the garden, and other, um, you know, other things that was used. You know, I remember also um, you, you giving me with these little kind of granola bars. Oh yeah, kind of do you know stuff. what? Because you know, I mean, Barbados isn't cheap; it's expensive. It's expensive. So um, I think it's what fifty million. I think it's fifty million, not billion, but fifty million is spent on importing food. And so I just thought, you know, well, how? Yeah, again, how can I create something that I want to eat? and doesn't cost me, you know, I buy the oats and then um, I, I, I wanna grow a date palm. <laughs> so that's uh, the next on my list, but you know, my dates and raisins and all of, all of the other things that I would have, chia seeds. See, all of these again can grow, cinnamon, not cinnamon, sesame, um, and all of the different seeds that, you've, that you can get. Um, and then, yeah, put together these date bar, oat bars, they're called fruit and oat bars, um, and making, you know, things like, um, you, I mean, you can go into one of the supermarkets and buy gluten-free flour, but in Barbados, you're, you're, you know, for like a pound, 150, and you're in Barbados, you're like, you know, four or five pounds, and it's just like, it's not affordable, it's you know, not it's well. not, it's not, consistently if you want to kind of so things like making your own you know we have almond trees growing but we don't produce almond flour in Barbados so simple things like you know getting the almonds grounding the almonds you've got almond flour you know getting the oats grinding the oats you've got oat flour mm. so that's what I've been looking at you know how can I utilize what I have grow what I can and be self-sufficient as much as as much as possible I mean even some of the plants I found that I can create natural dyes you know the flowers the leaves the, and it's just amazing the more that the more and more I'm out there and the more and more I find out it's just like you know we it's just an amazing journey mm. yeah yeah as I said I just think it's just fantastic I also um I know that um you're also um doing um something akin to agrotherapy <laughs> Agrotherapy is something that I want to, um, I mean I find the garden totally relaxing, even just picking the weeds. Um, and the thing about um, working in the Caribbean is that, you know, with the rain and the sun everything just grows really quickly and so you have to be on top of it and it is it's like a full-time job, you know, mm -hmm. it's like you have to, and you have to make the most of the weather and, you know, and when you can get out there. And and that is something that I want to be able to um, pursue, looking at how we can use the land in a therapeutic way and look at the um, principles that they use in horticultural therapy, you know, growing, um, and, and that's what we, we, I touch on with um, people living with dementia with my, some of the sessions that I do, it's like re reminiscence sessions. Right. And so you would use things like lavender and rosemary, some of the, so it's impacting on the senses, um, 
and getting people to maybe talk about it because they may remember, you know, oh, that's, you know, my mother used to right, use it and, and things like that. So using the land and saying, well, and, and kind of, kind of using it symbolically in the way that we see ourselves and how we grow and how, you know, sometimes you have to shut yourself up into darkness. You know, that's when you plant the seed and then you have to break down, you have to tackle those difficult things, you know, breaking down, kind of challenging yourself. And that's the seed breaking down to allow the shoot to come up. You know, how we nurture ourselves, how we take time out and how we listen to, to really listen to what it is we want. Um, and that's the, the rain and the sun, you know, and then the nutrients in the ground. Um, and how, yeah, so some of the workshops I want to do kind of touch on those kind of things, how we grow, how we can, you know, tackle difficult things that we can't. Um, there are some plants that grow really quickly, you know, some seeds you put it in the ground and within two days it germinates. And that can be really rewarding how, you know, you can say to somebody, sometimes a decision is as easy as taking that first step saying okay I make a commitment to myself to change and you can actually show them you know you make that commitment look at this seed let's plant it and this is how quick change can occur um, and I think we have to it's about using everything you know because just being out in nature is very therapeutic um, and why not use that as a tool? Because God's given us that exactly. as a tool. Exactly. You know. Now, one of the things I, I, I wanted to ask you as well. Okay, um, is there? I mean, is there a um, an agri movement going on in Barbados? Up, up. I mean, I, you're there. Uh, is it something that other people are thinking about? I mean, I was there again last month. I met um, your next door neighbour, uh, Marius, who is, he was, he, I think he's growing tomatoes and lettuce. Yeah, And he was yeah. a cassava. Cassava, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, <coughs> I, and I, I don't blame him. I mean, one of the first things I will be looking to do if I, um, if I have a garden is to grow tomatoes. Mm -hmm. I, I saw tomatoes in Barbados going for $2.50 for one tomato. I for couldn't believe tomato, it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. was, I couldn't believe it. Lettuce, I couldn't believe, you know, I mean. I mean, we've had lettuce for one, one head of, for a iceberg lettuce, you know, we can get it for 49p for like $25. Exactly. And it's, and it's, and it's, um, there is there is a move. There is several movements. Um, unfortunately, you missed um, Agrifest, Agri which happens again every year, and it's a two day, and it brings together everybody who is, you know, farmers, you know, sellers, growers, from all walks um, together, and and just kind of educating people. Um, and again, it brings people from other islands as well, all over the world. Um, and there is um, Slow Foods Barbados. Okay. Um, I think there's, a, there's a, if you look up Slow Foods, um, Barbados is one of the islands uh, um, that connects with it. And it encourages farmers who are working organically to come together. And I think they um, run courses and, you know, showing you how to, you know, look after the land. Um, um, to farm the land, crops and things like that, s saving seeds and there is so so there is so much being done at the moment and 
you know, there are, I think the Ministry of Agriculture as well um, also run a sessions where they um, have um, speakers. So there are, there's lots going on. So if you look up, you know, agroforestry or agrofest on Facebook, they've got Facebook groups. Um, there are many different initiatives that are happening to encourage you to, you know, even the small farmer, because, uh, um, to, sorry, so let me finish that sentence, to encourage you to, to be more green, to be more organic or, you know, to grow more. And, and they're encouraging um, uh, individuals as well, because back in the day, back in, you know, um, I would say in the 60s, you know, families were encouraged to have a small garden. Yeah. Um, in Barbados and I'm sure many other islands you know many people you know had the land and so they would grow their staples so you know in terms of you had you had food to eat um, and you or you had a couple of goats and you had to go and you know tie up the goat and take the the the, the chickens out and clean the chicken run and the cow and everything you know people had that um, and and the Ministry of Agriculture are also because I know they had Agrofest's theme this year was about the youth and getting the youth more involved um, and um, more training. So yeah, there's a lot more being done now. Yeah. So literally, we're now kind of coming well slowly to you know the 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 end. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, um, well, what first things first. Um, you know, what are your plans for, um, you know, when you get back, you know, is it gonna be, are there any sh events that you're doing um, and that you'll be able to kind of post to us and let us know? Yeah, there's, um, <laughs> I guess I'll have to hit the ground running um, because I'm all tied up with the cotton. <laughs> I'm just like, I need to know more. Um, but um, I've hopefully going to be working on a couple of exhibitions um the summer is always usually quite a busy month because you've got crop over there's usually a crop over visual arts exhibition and then you've got nifka as well um, that happens further down the year um, and i'm hopefully possibly doing something in um, may um, so it's finishing off work in the studio um, and doing more research about the, the new things that I want to learn um, and the garden, um, kind of getting the garden ready for next year. Some things coming up you probably right, share. That's right, um, that's right. So um, yeah, because when I, le when I left I was working on um, because I produce my own fertilizer, natural fertilizer for the garden, and um, just growing hedges and landscape, more landscaping um, areas. Because I've got the area that I grow, but then there's an area that I do want to have more kind of different different areas that are kind of peaceful or scented, or because we have the way that the land runs is uh, east-westerly. So when the breeze blows from the east you get uh, so planting trees so that they're in strategic places so that you know you can make the most of the breeze blowing and then the the aromas that form along the way um yeah so it's going to be quite hectic and i'll need to get a lot of planning in there but it's i'm excited for um the rest of this year and the coming year that sounds good. and what's the first thing you're going to do when you land 
What the fuck? Take off all my layers. <laughs> um, take off all the layers and just allow the sun to soak to in. Soak yeah, in yeah, and yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's only, I was just saying to Amanda earlier and today, it is only when, you know, you step off the plane in the Caribbean or on the continent, you really realize, you know what, I actually need it. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. I really, really, really need it. I need that sun on the skin. I need that vitamin D, you know what I mean? That's so right, yeah. I, I, I can attest to that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely can attest to yeah. that. So, um, I was just going back slightly, because um, right, you mentioned something. All right, so you got the cotton, and um, you got the cotton, and then you said that you also um, have the plants that you can actually make into like a dye. Kind of yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, so, alright. What's the plan with the dye? Is that going to be, you're going to be dyeing your own clothes? Or My yarn, like? yeah, so when I, when I weave, when I spin the yarn <laughs> from the cotton, mm -hmm. so once I've made the cotton into yarn mm -hmm. that you can either say crochet with or you can weave with, um, I'll be dyeing that, oh, dyeing okay. the, yeah, the, the yarn, so, um, and then just experimenting, experimenting with colours right, and, and things like that. And is that an art piece or is that going to be maybe, you know, we put together something that, you know, clothing? Um, the, I, I, I can't even say never, not, I, I, initially my art pieces and some of the jewellery that I make okay. um, and with the weaving, who knows? Um, again, weaving because uh, I've started kind of doing kind of quilted art yes. quilts. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna be experimenting and seeing how it um, how it all ties itself together. Yeah. So you heard it literally. Amanda's talking about like, not only industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's literally a, a small cottage industry. <laughs> Hopefully, literally, you can use some of our art pieces, or um, you know, maybe one day, yeah, one day we'll have some, like a couple of Sea Island cottons, I don't know, uh, polar shirts. Well, like they that. do, they do um, export. There's a company that does it in, in Barbados. I've not, I know that um, roughly when I when I looked it up, it said that, that about seventy bales of cotton is exported and it's just like washing the whole island there's so much more um, so it'll be interesting to see what connections I can make um, I, I've seen um, a woven piece of um, uh, cotton in, in, in a beauty it was beautiful it just felt really lovely so I mean if I can create something like that I mean it might mean I'll have to get a bigger weaving machine I don't know what my husband's gonna say about. I'm gonna take over the whole house you know with my <laughs> supplies <laughs> but um yeah it's all again working with other artists yeah, because yeah. if I don't do it myself there may be other artists that mm. can you know utilize the cotton um, and it will be about how we work together yes. you know we're not a, no man is an island and why should we why shouldn't we form collectives to work together yeah, and yeah, see I, how we can help one another so that's the point actually that's one of the things I forgot to actually mention that I was at this um, the, the cafe uh -huh. and um, which is a, a, a really an art festival, yeah. and it, it was very very nice to meet artists from all over the world. 
but also it was lovely to actually you know get a chance to like meet uh, you know budding artists that mm -hmm. are you know in Barbados in particular what I love was um because I'm a, I must say I'm a comic comic man that they have like um, you know artists that were like um, graphics design, a graphic artist yeah. in comic, um, that kind of comic, kind mm -hmm. of thing, which is you know, pretty much centered around you know um, well, literally they are artists from Barbados, yeah, um, per se, yeah, and uh, as well as other visual artists. How is the um, I mean, how is the art scene generally um, on the island? Hmm, how is the art scene? <laughs> There's um, a lot of different pockets and I think um, I think what a lot of artists are saying is that, you know, we don't have our own national gallery. I say our own national gallery. I'm an, <laughs> I've adopted Barbados as my own. Um, so we don't have our own national gallery. We have galleries. We have, you know, Queen's Park Gallery um, and loads of other galleries dotted around but not a national place. If you Google, you know, Barbadian artists, there's not one place that you can go. And there is, you know, um, BCDA, it's an organization trying to work with artists and bring people together. Um, but I think what a lot of artists who I've been speaking to are saying is that it's, it's never been recognized as a proper job. So it's not, art appreciation is not taught in schools the focus is the push is you're going to be a doctor a lawyer or a you know um, whatever it is um, but there's not an appreciation that the arts across the board if you look at the states brings in millions of dollars each year it's a big industry and it's to recognize that there is so much talent in Barbados. I mean, you know, it's not just singers or, and, and so they're not just doing one thing. Like, you know, like in the States, everybody can sing, act and dance. That's what it's like in Barbados. You know, people ha are multi-talented, you know, and even if you speak to the general person on the street, again, you know, they sew their own clothes, they grow a bit of fruit and veg, you know, they do, you know, it's people are entrepreneurs there mm. you know and it's to recognize the skills that people have and for for the arts again it's recognizing that this is an industry we cannot you know we've got a film industry we have a film festival there you know we have poetry festival there we've got music festival so it's not something that we can and then art festivals and it's not something that we can ignore any longer exactly. we have to recognize and it has to be done from school you know part of education yes. that you know these are other industries that you can go in and we have examples of people that have left Barbados you know they got Rihanna look at that Thank you know exactly. who's <laughs> you know earning bringing in millions and millions of pounds of dollars each year um, we've got people again adopted we've got people I can speak on behalf of you know there, there are people who are leaving and making but still return to their roots and still recognize you know and giving a hand up to other people and maybe making their way you know we've got artists who are traveling the world we've got Sheena Rose at the moment in Barbados um, who is, you know, really rocking it across the Caribbean. And, you know, she was in the New York Times, you know, earlier this year. Um, and she's doing a lot to kind of also, you know, give a hand up to 
young artists, you know, she teaches at the university and the, 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 um, the community college as well, okay. um, and provides a space in her studio for people to come and, you know, um, do, you know, internships or, you know, have their work displayed. That's um, different, it's not your normal kind of beach scene because you've got that, but that's some people's bread and butter, you know, yeah. so I'm not going to, you know, say, well, you know, the typical art that's coming out, but there is a wide variety Absolutely. and these exhibitions that we have that are showing the work of artists, you know, really shows the flavour and the diversity of art coming out there and, and they're a force to be reckoned with, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Well, look, what, um, where can we get a hold of you? Right, um, so I'm on a variety of platforms, but probably the best way you can link or connect with me is via my Instagram, because on Instagram in my profile I've got a thing called Linktree, and it then lists all of the other, you know, my website, yeah. my NHS site, and everywhere. So if you go on to www.instagram.com backslash realityarts, Oh, and, and is that your Instagram? Um... That's my Instagram account, but in my profile, click on my profile, and the link in my profile, and that will take you to all my other oh, okay. links. Okay, good. As well as and the um, website. There will be it, that will be there because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a different kind of um, link, but that will be there. Can, okay. The link to my creative gardener site will be there. Oh, okay, fantastic, fantastic. That really, really nice. Well, what can I say, Amanda? <laughs> Superwoman, I mean, you're, you're like an um, octopus, pentacles everywhere. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of us are, but it's yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know, we yeah. are, but it, and it's allowing that to blossom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people will be interested about the growing, the cotton, because only hear about these things. Knowing you know. somebody that actually is doing it is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Your own dye? Oh! I, that's a, that's a, now you see, I was blown away. Yeah. I was blown away. Blown away. I think it's amazing. Anything is possible. Yeah. Exactly. So literally, look out. Um, look up. I know on our social media, we will be posting um, a few clips from my time over with Amanda in her garden. You'll see some of the stuff that she's growing. And um, yes, we will be. Um, well, we will definitely be doing some sort of collaboration. So listen out for that. Mm -hmm. um, in the uh, in the sure. you know in the mm -hmm. not too distant kind of future, but uh, yes, has been a real real pleasure um, to actually have you um, on the on the, sh uh, on, the on the show and um, yes, I mean um, if I don't see you um, over this side of the world, <laughs> <laughs> you see me over there. Exactly, you know for certain. God willing. Uh, you'll see me um, on the other side. That will be a pleasure. Oh, fantastic, yes, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for having me. It's been a blessing being here. Oh, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. So, look, uh, we're literally so thank you so much for listening to the interview it's it kind of brought back memories because it felt like it was only yesterday but we're back around that particular time of the year again it's the crop over season coming and there's lots of events taking place the visual arts 
exhibition at the Grand Salle and the Queen's Park Gallery. They start on the 8th. I think it's open to the public on the 8th. But again, I'm going to be leaving all the links and all the contact details that I mention in the interview. I mentioned Slow Food. Fresh will come on next straight up our fusion. Embrace the culture. Pan on the sand. That is the action. Embrace the culture. Walk on top now and so much fun. Music, food and the vibes can't done. Come on, let me enjoy this one. The sweetest summer festival. Exceptional, more than a carnival. Everybody, everybody bring out the friend. Wish the market that is the gem. Enjoy every colour. You're listening to Reality Arts helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.